Everyone, welcome to the show. I'm sure you guys all know by now the Republican clowns in the House have created this subcommittee to supposedly investigate the weaponization of the federal government. That's not at all what it's about. Um, that's not what it does because they haven't spent one second investigating how the former attorney general, Bill Barr, used his authority to sue and jail Donald Trump's opponents. People like Michael Cohen, uh, Stephanie Wil Winston Wilfkoff. They also haven't looked into how Bill Barr shut down the hush money payment investigation in New York. Uh, they haven't looked at any of the other myriad ways that the Trump administration and various agencies under him protected him and helped him to cover up his crimes and to prevent investigations into those alleged crimes. So if anyone on the right is wondering why we on the left aren't taking this committee seriously, that's it. There you go. It's because they have no real ethics. They have no real principles. And neither do their so-called whistleblower witnesses. Case in point is a hearing that was held today. The committee interviewed numerous current and former FBI agents who have a blatant bias. They are blatantly biased against the January 6th investigation in particular. And on Wednesday night, last night, the FBI sent a letter to the committee and they explained that three of these so-called whistleblowers were stripped of their security clearances because of their actions on January 6th and surrounding January 6th. One of them is a man named Brett Gloss. According to the FBI, Gloss took part in the January 6th protest himself, and he entered the restricted area of the Capitol that day. They also say, quote, the FBI reviewed communications in which Mr. Gloss expressed support for the protesters' unauthorized entry into the Capitol building and support for their criminal acts against the U.S. The FBI also claims that when Gloss was interviewed about January 6th, he either lied or misled the agents about what he witnessed at the Capitol and about entering the restricted grounds. Another one of the three agents who they've stripped of their security clearance is a man named Marcus Allen. He is said to have, quote, espoused alternative theories to co-workers verbally and in emails and instant messages sent on the FBI systems in apparent attempts to hinder investigative activity. And the FBI alleges that Allen failed to report relevant information about criminal activity at the Capitol. The third agent has become probably one of the most well-known um, within, within right-wing media. It's a man named Steve Friend. Friend appeared, you guys are going to be shocked, on a Russian news show without pre-approval from the FBI. So he goes on this Russian show and he starts spewing out all of his BS beliefs about this January 6th investigation. Um, so, for example, friend claims that the FBI is violating January 6th participants' constitutional rights. And he said that he was suspended because he's a whistleblower. That was the only reason, according to him. The fact is, though, that friend was suspended because he refused to do his job. 
he refused to participate in the arrest of a January 6th suspect. This was in August of 2022, and an FBI SWAT team was ordered to make an arrest in Florida. Well, Friend is a Florida field office employee. So he went to his superiors and he said, I I don't understand why we need to use a SWAT team for misdemeanor offenses. So he expressed concern initially. You know, he doesn't know the situation. He doesn't know if this person has maybe threatened the FBI online. If this person, I mean, how many times have we seen that? You know, he doesn't know if this person is a danger. Yeah, they may have only committed misdemeanor offenses at the Capitol. That doesn't mean that this person is not a a criminal from before or a violent criminal. How would he know? Right? So he expresses his concern. Then he tells the supervisors, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not taking part in this arrest. So, yeah, you don't do your job, you get fired, you get suspended, you get in trouble. That's the way it works in the real world with everyone. So this friend Guy and Alan were two that were going to be testifying today. They were scheduled to testify before this joke of a subcommittee. They clearly are completely biased And they're allowing that bias to influence their work. That's the real key because everyone has a bias, right? I have a bias. You have a bias. Everyone has a bias. But not everyone allows it to affect how and if they do their job. And what cracks me up is this eternal hypocrisy coming from Republican lawmakers. The head clown of this whole circus act is Republican Jim Jordan. You guys probably know that. Jordan was all up in arms over the FBI taking these agents' security clearance away. He wrote to the FBI and he said, quote, while FBI employees may not participate in partisan political campaigns, they do not give up their rights to engage in political speech activity. We have serious concerns that the FBI appears to be retaliating against employees for engaging in political speech disfavored by FBI leadership. Hmm, really? Really? He's concerned about that. Let's take a little trip back in time, shall we? Jump in my DeLorean. (laughs) Does everyone remember the FBI investigators named Peter Strzok and Lisa Page? Do you remember how they were treated for voicing their opinions about Trump in private text messages to each other? They were maligned. They were vilified by Republican Congress members, including Jim Jordan. They were targeted. They were threatened by Trump's rabid supporters. And Strzok was fired. And then Page was actually pressured to resign. In fact, Strzok is currently suing the government because of his firing. And through the discovery process, I just located this little gem. Strzok obtained some really interesting notes that were taken during the Trump administration. One was taken on February 21st of 2018. This was written down by Trump's then chief of staff, John Kelly. So I have it on the screen for you guys, but for those who can't make it out um, or if you're listening on the podcast, it reads, quote, 
POTUS, AG, Don McGahn. So that was obviously who was in this meeting with Kelly, the president, the attorney general, and then Trump's then White House attorney, Don McGahn. Then there's some bullet points below that. It says, quote, deep state issues, investigations, firing lovebirds, McCabe, question mark, and trust, question mark. You guys might recall Trump repeatedly referred to Strzok and Page as the lovebirds because it came out that they were having an affair. So in press conferences, at his rallies, I mean, whenever, wherever, Trump just kept repeating that phase. He kept saying the lovebirds, and then he would name them. He would call them out by name. That's why his supporters knew who to go after. And the FBI, if you guys will recall, released their private text messages to the public. Funny how Jim Jordan didn't have a problem with any of this. Yet, oh, he's clutching his pearls now over the suspension, not even firing, but suspension of an FBI agent or the the removal of their security clearance. People who are accused of actually interfering in the January 6th investigation. That's a problem for him. But someone being fired, someone being forced to resign simply because they voiced in a private message that they didn't like Trump and they didn't want him to win. Oh, the hypocrisy. It is never ending with the Republicans. Yeah. I will let you know, guys, if I hear any more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. It really helps to keep the show going, and I greatly appreciate any assistance you can give. Love you all. Take care. I'll talk with you soon.